PC might be fucked. Hello, everyone! Hold on, let me press the record button. Well, hey, there we go. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to Tom's Tavern. Um, we were supposed to have Kieran, but apparently his PC keeps bleeding. Yeah, the blue screening. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, he says, um, trying to understand why my PC might be dying. Multiple blue screens, and now I can't even get it to boot up. Oh, dear. What a poor time. Oh, we dear, could, be, oh, we could provide live tech support. Who knows? <laughs> Tom's Tavern, providing tech support. Since today. <laughs> Don't mind me just pouring a Thatcher's. Splash some elderflower um, squash in the bottom there. Uh, what's it called? Not called squash when it's posh, is it? Cordial, that's it. Cordial, yeah. <laughs> ah. Delicious. Okay, right. Welcome to Tom's Tavern, everyone. Uh, now that I've finished talking about Kieran's PC breaking. Um, what are we talking about? I'm joined by Burridge, as per Hello. The, the bright orange man for anyone about who the on only the guest for this podcast. Yeah, literally the only guest at the moment for this podcast because no one else is ever available. Rip. Yeah, might have to move it to a different day of the week or something. I'll I'll review as we go. But yes, we are back. Throwback to the first episode where we talked about Star Wars prequels. We are talking about. The original trilogy today, and um, I'm adding in Mandalorian and Boba Fett because I feel bad putting them in with the trash fire that is the Disney movies. <laughs> oh yeah, that's going to be a fun that's, one. That's going to be a fun one. We definitely need to make sure Kieran's we, here for that. We need Kieran for that one. You can't see it today because my light's purple, but I, my hair is purple again. Oh, can you tell if I... No, you can't tell if I put it over to that. Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice, to be fair, because your room's quite dark. My, my room's quite purple anyway, so it blends in yeah. perfectly. Can't actually see the top of my head. <laughs> it's camouflage. It's where his brain cells used to be. They gone. <laughs> they they got killed off by vodka a long, long time ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. And the Teletubbies oh. come out to... Wait, wrong thing. Huh? <laughs> wait, wrong thing. We've been talking about Star Trek here today. What do you mean? <laughs> Okay, right, so I don't even remember how we started last time. Uh, I don't know. Episode, not episode one, bastards. Episode four. Let's start at the beginning. In the beginning, there was a young boy called George Lucas <laughs> who had one fuck ton of money and wanted to make a space opera. And then he did. <laughs> I feel like I feel like. Do you know what we really needed from the beginning of this? We no. needed the actual space crawl. <laughs> Just like yeah, on this episode of Tom's Tavern, oh. as it slowly like. I used to be able to make those in like Movie Maker or something. I did. I did make one for a video a long time ago. It was it like took a long time, but I did it. Part of IT lessons was just like it was general IT skills. Um, it was like. And partly video editing in case we ever had to do it for an IT based job. Which is weird because now like I love video editing, but I use way more powerful software than we had access to at school. Yeah. And I use a PC <laughs> with about thirty times the power. <laughs> so <laughs> rendering's great. <sighs> to be fair though, Movie Maker was never a pain to export from. No. It's but that's because it does like so much less encoding. But yeah, like I, I used to just make every time we did that, I'd make crawl text <laughs> as credits or something. 
They used to be able yes. to do it in iMovie as well because uh, years ago, me and I was uh, I was around a family friend's house and they had a Mac and we were using that to like make a shitty film. <laughs> so I did it in iMovie. It started in addiction. I love I love like filmmaking shit now. So, but yes, young boy, Mr. George Lucas had a stack of money handed to him and said, "Make." We're going to let you make this. Uh, and then he approached some people and said, would you like to be in my dumb space shit? And they said yes. And then it then it became the thing they were all known for. And that pleased everyone, especially that Harrison pleased. Ford and Alec McGuinness. <laughs> or Alec Guinness. Yeah, he was, those two. Fucking they hated it. it. <laughs> they fucking hated it. I, yeah. mean, he's, I mean, Alec Guinness... Rest in peace. Yeah. No longer here. But uh, Harrison Ford, however, still actively hates it. <laughs> and yet he's still doing a fifth Indiana Jones film. So, you know, at this well, point, he has, he's... To get, he has to get people to forget that he was Han Solo. <laughs> he has to balance it out somehow. I'm not going to lie. I prefer him in Indiana Jones. But he is still Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. I feel like the difference is... Star Wars has so many other strong characters that you can sort of accept that Han's not the best of them. Whereas Indiana Jones, it's kind he, of named after him. He the is the titular main character. character. Yeah, he is the protagonist. He is the consistent character throughout. Yep. Yep. Whereas you know, he's he's not exactly... also made by George Lucas, ironically. Yep. Um, Indiana Jones, well, produced by Lucasfilm, but made by yes. Spielberg. Well, yes, okay, but still. That was before he started Amblin Entertainment, I want to say. Because Amblin's logo is E.T., so I think that's when Spielberg founded Amblin. I'm getting into, like, nerd lore <laughs> for films. <laughs> nerd lore. Yeah. But, yeah, so, Star Wars Episode Four, Opening crawl. Oh, hold on. Um, I need a sound effect, but I don't have one on here. The only Star Wars one I have is... Hold on, let me just fix this so Burridge might hear it. The only Star Wars one I have is this one. Hello there. Is hello there. Hello there. I need, uh, I need like, the Star Wars theme music on a button. You, you should have got the Alec Guinness hello there. <laughs> yeah. Hello there! <laughs> but, yeah, opening crawl. Um, something, I don't know. What does it even say? Something about war. Oh, God, I don't remember. And then we have war the iconic thing... Uh... Then we have the iconic thing of a giant of a Dorito attacking uh, 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 something else. I don't know what it is. Like half a pencil? Yeah, I think so. We, we have yeah. the, uh, the Rebel Blockade Runner, as it's known at the time, before it was given the name of the Tantive Four. Because that was never in the original script. Oh. Being attacked by a Star Destroyer, possibly the most iconic, well, the third most iconic ship ever after the Millennium Falcon and the Starship Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, so, it, it, so for people who followed on from the last one, this scene canonically is set immediately after the end of Rogue One, which is I think we touched upon that. Yeah. Previously as well, but I think it's like two or three hours after the events. Yeah. Well, yeah, because because uh, I think it's like they were chasing them the whole time because mm. Vader obviously 
doesn't quite get the plans, but watches them escape on that ship, and you watch them go. Yeah, and then they ran and out then of space it starts fuel. The chase, and then they ran out of space fuel because that's a thing that was shoehorned. You know what? We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that. We'll get to that. Don't in... you worry. Sequels, we're coming for you. We're coming for you. That's going to be a long episode. We're probably going to start three hours earlier and still finish at the same time because yeah. the rage will be palpable. Uh, the uh, only time I the the only time I accept space fuel is dilithium and stuff in Star Trek and liquid Schwartz in Spaceballs. That's the only yeah. things I accept. Uh, I still remember watching Spaceballs for the first time in Tower Unite. <laughs> it's great though, isn't it? It was so good. I fucking love Spaceballs. <laughs> uh, so yes, yep, they're being chased and the scene then opens up to Vader now being on this ship. He's yeah, a quick man, he gets around quickly. It is quite an iconic opening scene, you know. Yeah. They're close quarters combat, battling down corridors. When the uh, Vader just walking through and basically pulling someone up by his neck and choking him out. The help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yep, yep, yep. Before she gets zapped by a. Yep. Before she gets the only use of a stun gun in movie, in Star Wars movie history. Never again is a stun gun used. Oh, you're right. The guns yeah, used by Jawas are electromagnetic because they stop <laughs> droids. So, yeah, it's the only use of a stun gun. Well, unless you count like all the animated stuff, I'm pretty yeah, sure they've used stun guns in them as live well. Live action movies. Yeah, in the live action films, this was the only time a stun gun was used. Yes. <laughs> or stun setting was used. Yeah, it's the only time they ever set the phases to stun. <laughs> That's a Star Trek reference for... Yeah, because don't they even like... They even explicitly state, send it to stun, before they yeah. stun her as well. Like, they explicitly say, we're going to stun her. <laughs> I think that might have been, like, added in in one of the one of the famous George Lucas re-releases. Oh, boy. God, by the time they finish, you won't be able to see past the shitty CGI. Shut up, grumpy dog. <laughs> There's a grumpy-ass dog on my bed. She's upset because no one else is home. Aww. <laughs> But, yeah, so, you know, we start, you know, battle happens, droids escape. We meet uh, this young bloke, he's not important. Um, then we meet Owen Lars, major character, very important. <laughs> Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, most important characters in Star Wars. Then, you know, the young bloke goes off after these droids. Uh, he, he meets Alec Guinness. He's pissed off because he's in Star Wars. Well, I wasn't pissed off he yet made, because he, it wasn't the thing that he became most famous for. He he uh, he he makes a crate dragon noise. He goes Whoa! and scares and the, the fuck sand... out of some sand people. Yeah, yeah. They bugger <laughs> off into the distance. Yeah. Well, so, oh, and, and, and then and then and then he starts the iconic "Hello there." Hello there. Although made famous by you and McGregor in yeah. episode three, because <laughs> you and McGregor enjoys stuff. <laughs> Oh, does he? Oh my god, he really does. He does. To be he, fair, he enjoys though. Star Wars so much. He, he he's in an advert on TV, right? And he starts the advert, and they knew what they were doing when they wrote this line for him, where he says, "We all like Sam, don't we?" Yes, yes. It's a fucking Expedia advert. <laughs> yeah, it's an Expedia like, advert. As soon as I heard like, that, I was they like, knew what they were doing. They know the writers know. Very good, very good writing. Most yeah, most people were probably just like. Yeah, maybe. But then the Star Wars fans are going, Oh my god, he oh said the god. thing! Say the line, Bart! Say the line! 
<laughs> yeah, it's very much like it's weird because we've got Star Wars is famous for its some of its well, it's not really famous, but it's well known that some of its historical cast hates the franchise because of what I did to Hello Dog. I've been I've been joined by Alola. She probably wants to be let out. She's not going to be for at least another hour. No, no, no. Fuck off. But yeah, um, meanwhile, the prequels, because of Star Wars being such the cultural phenomenon that it was, um, there's a lot more people who acted in the prequels who actually enjoy Star Wars. So I think there's probably only one case of it not being a happy ending and that would be yeah, I think his name is Jake bullied. Lloyd yeah the, the baby Anakin well that and the Jar Jar actor he got oh and the Jar Jar actor well. but that's yeah, because well, of a shitty yeah, fandom not because they hate the media I don't think he hates Star Wars though I think he's still kind of like he he occasionally still talks about it whereas Jake Lloyd I think his name is Jake Lloyd um, yeah like fell off the face of the earth and apparently got into like loads of legal issues and like drug issues and yeah that happens in the George Culkin Lucas as well so yeah and Tells blames about George Hollywood. Lucas for his downside yeah yeah Jake um, that's it yeah so like I don't think he's a fan of Star Wars but Hayden Christensen who at the time was shunned by the fan base not all of us by the way I actually not all of was us fine with Hayden Christensen the writing as I'm now a bit older and can look at it a bit more critically his writing wasn't very good, but he did the best with what he was given. Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't necessarily say the writing wasn't very good. Like, a lot of his cringe dialogue could probably be the fact that he's had a traumatic event when he was young, being separated from his mother, and then he's been raised in a strict religious order. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know. I mean, there is that as well. But, some of but the that's, that's a bit too a bit... nuanced for some fucking Star Wars fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of the writing definitely was a bit blurred. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, but like, yes. it's it's probably shittily written, but they can hide behind the awkward religious teenager yeah. thing. But, but, like, and now he's, like, beloved. Like, when they did the Star Wars Celebrations last year, and he's on stage, and, like, he just says a couple of his old lines, like, this is where the fun begins and shit. Yeah. And people are just like, way! And I was like, you are the same people who hated him 20 he years ago. Don't you... Don't you, don't you sit there cheering him on now, you twenty-year-old haters! <laughs> you bastards! <laughs> no, yeah. So it's um, we got massively distracted from the plot of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, some things happen. Um, I fought with your father in the Clone Wars. Oh. <laughs> or, or in the. Yeah. Was it originally that he said the Clone Wars? Yeah, yeah, it must be. I think so. I've not actually watched like the uncut original. I've watched no, the first I've, re-release. I've seen bits. I've seen bits. Um, I watched like the first re-release on the VHS. Um, That's the version that was in the like collector's box set yeah. on DVD yeah. when it came out, yeah. I think. Or maybe the second re-release. Uh, I definitely watched the first one re-release, but I don't think I've watched all of it because I can't remember if it was the original... Or it was before they released it originally. And we'll get to this, because there's also... this Because we're sort of getting there anyway, because... Oh, the shooting event. Well, well yes, there is that. <laughs> Who shot first? Um, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> the chicken or the egg. Uh, so obviously, you know, then, then like Luke's like, Oh, 
gets given a lightsaber, and he's like, "Whoa, what's no, this?" No, Poke it's out not this. It. It's not Luke yet. It's it's young, under, uh, young, unimportant boy. Come on. Oh, he, yeah, he goes sorry. back to the main characters, Owen and Baru, and they're fucking dead. <laughs> oh, they're just crispy skeletons now. Mmm, crispy skeletons. I saw a lot of those in uh, the third Hunger Games movie I watched last night. <laughs> That's why I've been tweeting about it. <laughs> so, yeah, his family are all of a sudden dead. Uh, so he's like, oh, well, best I better go with old man Ben here. If that's his real name. Some old man's just invited me to the sketchiest city on the planet. Sure, yep. why the fuck not? So off they go. They don't teach the kids uh, nothing about and, safety. And then he does, and then and then old Ben Kenobi when they get there does the old you know the old finger wavy Jedi mind trick. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Not the droids. You I'm don't want for. to sell me death sticks. <laughs> you don't want to sell me death sticks. Um so I'd always say like the death sticks things become more of like a cultural thing than these aren't the droids you're looking for. Yes. At least among like people I speak to. <laughs> but I mean, it is I, a lot I still, newer. Yeah, I mean, I still go with the old... Uh, these aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids you're looking for because yeah. that would have been... Well... No, Death Sticks was the first one I would have seen. Actually, yeah. like the 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 the, the sequel trilogy. Uh, sorry, the uh, prequel trilogy um, would have been the first ones I saw because I saw the third one with me dad. Because he watched, I think he watched all of these originals in the cinema. I can't remember. Mm. He watched one of them at least. Imagine having parents that actually watch sci-fi movies. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, my my mum's seen a bunch of sci-fi movies, but that's because she was a manager at Blockbuster for years, so she had uh, yeah. to watch the film. She, she had to watch them, yeah. Like, literally, when um, I say, like, oh, I watched Aliens the other night, she's like, I've not watched that since I had to watch it because I was a manager at Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, we get the famous sort of cantina scene. Copyright strike. Copyright strike. Thanks, Disney. Yeah. But yeah, um, and then Obi Wan cuts someone's arm off as well. And does he do that in the original yeah, trilogy? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's all. Oh, that's in the original trilogy. I don't know if it's like in the original original footage. Probably because we need like a demonstration of what a lightsaber does. Yeah, I think they did do it. It's a uh, good like plot device. And then we get um, the, and then we get the famous sort of castle run speech. Yeah. And then the famous uh, Greedo shoots Han, but Han shoots first. But actually, Han just shot straight away in the uh, uh, unedited original. Um, yeah. You know, it's all bad things. Uh, and then, then they like fuck off off the planet. But, but hang on, we're forgetting a key point here. Jabba the Hutt in the original. Oh yeah. Was a man. <laughs> was just a bloke was just like a really fat short bloke um, and then he became a slug and then he became a slug and it's really funny because if you watch the edit where they turn him into the slug which I think is in the first re-release yeah um, when Han does the walk around the back of him and then they make Jabba sort of go as he's like stepped on his tail watch Han, because he sort of floats up in the air to make it look like he's walked over a tail, and then goes, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, um, 
it's one of those things that's especially noticeable in older films where they've had to go through and manually rotoscope shit. And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, it just sort of goes... <laughs> especially given that at the time they'd have done that by taking each frame on cellulose film. Yeah. Rotoscoping at the time was basically just... Re is like blacking out the rest of the film and exposing that shot of Han onto blank film so that then they can overlay it correctly. It's like that yeah. that old technology is fucking nuts. It's why if I ever work in physical film media, I'm paying someone to edit it. <laughs> because yeah. I'm sure as fuck not doing that. Digital, yeah, no problem. Actual film? The only way I'm doing that is by renting a film scanner. I wouldn't buy one. A Sintel one's like 30k. I could buy like several things for 30,000. <laughs> Instead I, of one film I, scanner, I, I just I just watched it as well. The original nineteen ninety seven cut of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not great. Like the fact that they went, they put that much dedication into doing that for an edit. It kind of shows you that George Lucas is a bit of a fucking lunatic for starters. Um. Oh no! Sorry. Apparently, the one with the man is a deleted scene. Oh, it's a deleted scene. So they actually did do that. So, the so they remade that scene for the re-release. So apparently, so apparently, the original Jabba scene wasn't in the OG film. They might have reshot it then. They, they, well, they, 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 they shot it with the man. And then when they released it for 1997 and added it in, they then wrote a in. Yeah, yeah. VFX, jab it in, yeah. Yeah, because if you look at it, like Han is in exactly the same place as he was, and then Jabba is just bigger, so it looks like he's sort of like, sort of getting in his face more. Yeah. So it's very weird, but interesting to look at at the same time. Yeah, uh, and then then you know they blast off, and then they go to Alderaan. But someone's stolen the planet. They've just replaced it with a bunch of rocks. <laughs> oh no! Um, and then they head towards a moon that isn't a moon. It's Burridge. It's just me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that That's is a joke moon. I get constantly, and I believe Kate. No, it was you, wasn't it? And then Katie Snapchatted the joke to yeah. me. Yeah, you're out walking the dog, and there was a blood moon or something. Yeah, so then I get a, so I get a Snapchat off of Katie going, oh, good "Hi Burridge. Burridge, what are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was a video snap, and it was of you just going, "That's no moon, it's Burridge." Burridge. Yep. <laughs> yeah, might as well have some banter. <laughs> uh, yeah, then we get like sneaking around. Aren't you too short to be a stormtrooper? Uh, that guy who hit his head on the door. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Didn't they leave that in? Yes. <laughs> it was one of a number of shots, and they chose that one. Yeah. To be fair, it's sort of it's a good showing of like what's supposed to be the big perfect military machine does fuck up sometimes. Yeah. Which is obviously the whole premise of the movie. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean they're not very good at aiming. Like they should have just kept the clones. Well, you know, the, the thing is, <laughs> they go from. When the stormtroopers have destroyed the sand crawler at the, earlier in the film that we sort of glossed over because it's not really important, they say yeah. these shots are very precise. Must be stormtroopers, and then the stormtroopers miss everyone for the rest of the movie, and yeah. that's the power of plot armor. Yeah, <laughs> you can watch the plot armor as it pings off. The yeah, 
But yeah, we got yeah. Aren't you too short for a stormtrooper? The trash compactor scene. Women don't wear bras in space. Yeah, I've, to be fair, I never really paid too much attention to that. Just because no, I was. It's it's just a funny quote though. <laughs> like yeah. I just I just remember it now, like in recent years, where it was just like the original was like George Lucas has came out as saying women don't wear bras in space. It's like mm. how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> because I am space. Because I am space. Yeah. And then we go. Well, what happens? They escape. They go to Yavin. There's a big spacey battle. There's ah, they're going to be blown up. Don't bother evacuating though. That'd be too sensible. <laughs> this is an all-out last-ditch attempt. Uh, then the first bombers fail. Then the second bombers fail. Then Luke's on his final run, and then. Who comes in to save the day but Harrison Ford and his walking yep. carpet? Uh, after saying he wouldn't. After yeah. saying he was like, I'm done, guys. Yeah, he said that about the last Indiana Jones as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yep. I don't trust the yeah. bloke. You know, uh, we forgot to mention his walking carpet, Chewbacca, but he's there. Uh. Then we have the famous medal scene where. Uh, everyone but Chewbacca gets a medal just because fuck Chewbacca for some reason, I yeah. guess. Yeah! What bullshit? It's speciesism. <laughs> but strangely, for this galaxy full of weird and wacky creatures, all of the protagonists, except one, are all white humans. humans. <laughs> it's okay, they rectify it in the second film. Oh, yeah, by adding the traitorous guy who just happens to be... <laughs> It happens to be a person of colour. Yeah. Good writing, Lucas. Very cornerstone Very inclusive. of Very inclusivity. Inclusive. Let's give him villain roles. Like, he turned out to be like a morally It's okay, because he turned out to actually be an okay guy. He was just, you know, in a situation that he needed to get himself out of. He was just being a peanut. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, end of film. All that shit. And then, you know, Crawl Text, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. Although we should point out, for those that don't know, originally they didn't say episode four, five, and six. That only came in the re-releases in No, it came when they released episode five. Oh, it, the, the first film was just called Star Wars because there wasn't going Star to be a Wars, sequel. Yep. That's right, yeah. And then they retconned it to episode four, A New Hope, That's when right. they were releasing episode five. Well, when Fox, oh, I thought, when I Fox thought came they... along and said, that, that made us more money than God, make us another. <laughs> I genuinely thought that only came in 97 when they were making like episode one. And then no. they were like, okay, we need to like number this. No. Um... I didn't realize they numbered it back in the day. Uh, no, yeah, I'm fairly certain. Hold on, when did episode four uh, become episode four? <laughs> it's a weird search term, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Re-release in 81 that it got the episode four title. Ah, okay. So 81 would have been... Um, just 83 episode... was when episode six. Uh, episode five then, I think. Wait, no, 1977 was episode four, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, late eight, late 70s. 
1980 episode 5 The Empire Strikes Back comes out which is why it's sometimes known as just The Empire Strikes Back or Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back so 1981 was when they got retconned into 4, 5 and 6 yeah so even 1983 was episode 6 then yeah so yeah Snow Planet Hoth um the rebels have escaped to this ice cube and are living there, hoping that someone will put it into a giant pina colada so they can all get pissed. <laughs> um, no, they named a number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jess is uh, correcting me. Uh, There's a yeah. reference to it in Stranger Things when Steve doesn't know Stars is called Stars. Oh, yeah, of course there is. I don't know. Never watch Stranger Things. If I want to see something yeah. strange, I just look in the mirror. <laughs> Uh, but yep so um on a cold place then a a a droid comes out has a peek around spots the spots the the rebels then some uh, then luke gets kidnapped by a yeti um then han comes out and finds him cuts open uh the the town of taunton in somerset stuffs luke inside and hates it because it smells bad like the real taunton um Then, you know, those speeders that they've been trying to fix for apparently a month, they managed to magically fix them overnight to yep, go yep. find them. Yeah. You know, the engineers were just sat in a corner just fucking playing poker until that morning <laughs> and finally did something of use. Useless <laughs> shitbags. Uh... Uh, then, you know, they go and rescue Luke and he's back just in time. Oh, no, then they have the back to tank. Then they have the, the incest scene. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're nearly... The the halfway Alabama scene, I like to call it. Where the, the, the brother and sister, who don't know their brother and sister at this point, share a long, passionate kiss. Probably just whatever Lucas was into at the time. It's a major category on certain internet websites now, so you know, he was he was really onto his onto things before uh, before his time. <laughs> he he was a visionary before yeah. his time. If he'd have been directing a different type of film, uh that trend would have happened a long time ago. <laughs> But yeah, um, then some giant robot dogs appear, start attacking everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a really giant shitty description. <laughs> the most iconic ground vehicle in Star Wars history turns up. Yep. Second, because the Juggernaut exists and it's a way better offensive vehicle than the fucking AT-80. Like, yeah. why is this yeah, fucker like 90 feet in the air? You might as well have an aircraft at that point. Why? What's the point? That and, you know, the logistics of dropping something off that big. And just think, right? So, you're, tra- you're transporting all that shit on a, on a ship that's a kilometre long. Like, sure, yeah. you have plenty of space. But you want to carry a bunch of 8080s. Unless their legs, like, fold down neatly. They're taking up so much fucking space. Like, genuinely, <laughs> the offensive part of an 8080 you could fit in underneath the legs of another 8080. So... Make it make sense, Lucas. Tell me. Send me an email about it. Yeah, Add some uh, more questions. Send me an email, tom.speed at uh, bluetail.media. Blue, at bluetail.media. People don't spam that, please. Um, <laughs> it means I'll have to actually check it for a change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, you know, there's an ion cannon. Again, a Star Wars weapon that we don't really see used again much. Um, 
Oh yeah, we really don't. There's a lot of like things that just never happen again. The, uh, Star Wars is the movie series of single-use items. Really. The stun gun only used once. The ion cannon that gets a lot more use in the Clone Wars. Yes, well, that's the thing, right? They 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 sort of bring back a lot of these elements for the animated shows. And, yeah, and like uh, like like other movies and stuff. The, well, the thing with things like Star Wars is though that they're they sell a lot of toys. That's where the real money in the movie is. Merchandising. Yes, I wonder where the little... Uh, oh, what was it? Was it the Porgies? For, for, oh. Oh, what were they called? Pogs? No. Um, oh, the uh, Porgs? The Porgs. Oh, what, in episode uh, 8? Yeah. The little chicken things. Yeah. <laughs> the little bastard chicken owls. Yeah, yeah. they're definitely not like, sold, made to they, sell plush. They, they were plushies. definitely not made... Purely to be adorable. Yeah, definitely not. Absolutely not. Don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, like there's a whole documentary on Netflix about just the Star Wars toys. Uh, I have watched it. It's pretty good. But um, yeah, so like they, they are on cannon fires. The ships escape. Then the Millennium Falcon leaves, and then something happens, and they're sort of oh the. The the hyperdrive has a bad motivator the or something. The hyperdrive has a bad motivator. <laughs> it's he, he needs motivation. Its therapist has <laughs> is quit, <laughs> <laughs> and it needs motivation to continue. So, <laughs> you know, they land inside a giant worm. Luke's fucked off and crashed into a swamp somewhere. Oh, hang on, we missed like a major thing from the fourth film. Did we? Vader versus Obi Wan fight. We literally did. No, that was on the Death Star. Don't really matter. The <laughs> Death Star's not around anymore. Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, no. If you think about it, the fight's not that dramatic. It's literally two old people beating each other with glowing walking sticks. <laughs> That's what it is. Like compared to the fight choreography of the prequels. Load. I'm getting. I'm getting animated, and the dog's going over to make sure I'm okay. <laughs> she does that. <laughs> You know, like compared to the fight choreography, especially like when they introduce more lightsaber lightsaber styles. You try saying that when you're pissed. Fucking hell! Try saying dog instead. It's much easier. Dog, dog. Lola, hiya. Hold on. Up, up, up. No, she's not gonna come up. She's a dickhead. Fuck off, dog. Leave me alone. I'm trying to fucking present a podcast, you bitch. Oh, this creature's lovely, but she's a needy asshole at sometimes. Yeah, they're like compare like compare that fight, which, you know, is the first lightsaber fight we ever see. Like even to fights in episode five, and it is two old people at the bus stop arguing about who got there first, but, beating but each other with their to, walking sticks. To be fair, it is still the first lightsaber fight you see. Yeah. And boy um, do the do the lightsabers look different to and, any and, other piece and, of Star Wars media. And originally it was meant to be that slow because it was meant to be following oh, was it like a japanese form of sword play i don't know um like more of a oh, i can't remember it was it originally it was meant to be that slow and then like they sort of were like oh actually we need a bit more action with it so we need to make it quicker and yeah, then in like flashy. the other films they made it a bit more flashy yeah but yeah, there was a fight in episode four, but anyway, episode five. Um, yeah, the there's a bunch of TIE bombers bombing an asteroid field. The uh, On the Imperial Star Destroyer, 
um, Darth Vader's instructing ten bounty hunters to comb the entire galaxy for Han Solo <laughs> and friends. Because, you know, these ten blokes are going to search the entire fucking galaxy by themselves. Bear in mind that Coruscant has a trillion people living on it. <laughs> it would take the ten of them the rest of their combined lives, and one of them is a robot, uh, to fucking complete this task just on Coruscant alone. Yeah. So, um... Then, you know, we get introduced to uh, the most the, the most iconic character of all Star Wars, Boba Fett, who has, like, two lines in the whole thing. <laughs> but, boy, uh, yeah. did he sell toys and I'm well. Pretty, and I'm pretty sure those lines were only added in... After the fact. When they had... Um, <laughs> Django Fett's actor <laughs> from Clone Wars. Probably. <laughs> Which means well, no, they no, weren't he, added in until like he has his screaming voice line in episode six. True, he does have his own version of a Wilhelm scream. Uh, yeah, he's um, pardon me, but you know he's like um, he's famous for being told not to disintegrate people, which you know is things I can get behind. Yeah, yeah. Don't disintegrate people, at least not without a good reason. The police don't Unless like it, if it. You have no excuse. <laughs> Don't tend to like it if you do have an excuse, but tough. <laughs> I had a fucking reason. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, then they go to Luke's in a swamp, meets a puppet, um, meets Kermit the Frog's older brother or something. <laughs> Strangely, <laughs> um, you know, what's by Miss Piggy? Because it was Frank Oz that did the voice for. Him and Miss Piggy, wasn't it? Uh... Hold on, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Character. Yeah, creator Frank Oz. Miss Piggy, Fuzzy Bear. Uh, About Sam half Eagle. the Muppets. <laughs> really? Yeah, like half the bucket. Uh, and Cookie Monster, Burt and Grover. Oh, Fuck and Sesame girl. Street. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, basically anything to do with puppets in this era, be it Star Wars' Yoda, or, you know... The classic puppet things he, of the Muppets. He is the voice of the Cookie Frank Monster. Ah! Yeah. I love it. Rest in peace. And Bert. He's... Bert. Oh, is he still going on? No, no, yeah. No, it, was he... other, it, was the other, it was Jim Henson that passed away, It was Jim it? Henson that passed away. The other guy yeah, no, who did that. The, did the other half of the Muppets. Going. He's only 78, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but He's look still... at like, how young people die. It's... Depressing <laughs> fuck. Oh my god, he's actually been in films as like... An actor as well, not just a puppeteer. Yeah. Oh, he did. He was in Super. He was in Superman three in a deleted scene. <laughs> Wait, does he do the puppets in the Dark Crystal as well? I can tell you, he did it in Labyrinth. He did something in Labyrinth. He was the wise man in Labyrinth. Oh, the, the Dark, Dark Crystal, Crystal is by him he, and Jim Henson. He's, so, yeah, a, di he's a director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably did some of the puppet work then as well. He's been in the Muppet movie, Little Shop of Horrors. You know, a ton of shit. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um... Oh, he doesn't actually do his characters anymore for Sesame Street. He stopped in 2013. To be fair, how old is he? He's like 76. <laughs> well, yeah. I I'd hope to retire sometime around that age too, if it's legal. You say that, but he did do Star Wars uh, in Star Wars Rebels. He did two episodes of Yoda in 2015 yeah. to 16. So. He, direct, he directed Little Shop of Horrors. Holy shit. Yeah. 
He's, yeah, he's actually got quite a he's actually got quite a quite fucking filmography. List. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um realistically Luke goes and meets uh Miss Peggy's uh, cousin or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Her whole family sound alike weirdly. Um and then some training uh, we have a training montage. It's basically Rocky just yep. without the the eye of the tiger playing in the background. <laughs> yep. Um Luke tries to lift an X-Wing out of the swamp because he can't park. Uh, he fails, and then the puppet goes, hold my beer, uh, and lifts the entire X-Wing out of the swamp. Without even stressing. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just there like, oh, bro, I can do this in my sleep. Fuck you. And then Luke runs off to solve the events that I'm about to talk about now. Where Han, Leia, and the, the, the gang have been betrayed by the been only... betrayed. <laughs> by the space gambler. Yeah. I tell you what, though, Lando Calrissian is a whole like fucking aesthetic. If yeah. I could pull off a half cape, I would wear a half cape, like he yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, Wait, does he wear a half cape or does he wear a full cape? Uh, it goes down past his ass. I'm pretty sure. Lando Calrissian. Let's have a look. I might be thinking of Captain Phasma wears a well, she wears a quarter cape because it's just off like one shoulder yeah, and comes halfway down the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have a look. Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, he wears a full cape. Well, he wears a he wears a like three quarter length cape because it comes down to just above his knees. Yeah, yeah. Still though, if I could pull one off, capes need to be in fashion. Why aren't capes like a style anymore? <laughs> Fuck's wrong with this world. But yeah, um, they get betrayed. Darth Vader and uh, Boba Fett are waiting for them. Um, C-3PO gets disassembled. Best thing that happens in the in the whole movie series. Because he's an iconic character, but Jesus fucking Christ, is he annoying. <laughs> he's like a Roomba, but worse. So, like, a Roomba that can't figure out it needs to go in the other direction. To just keep banging his head against the same thing. Imagine that, but six foot two and gold. Oh, he's like he's like all the flies that come into your room, and you're just like opening a window, just like fuck off out the window, and then they just like keep buzzing into the window. And yeah, you you open the window in the summer, and sixty three flies, twelve mosquitoes, three spiders, and your local annoying person climbs in the fucking window. <laughs> three door to door uh, yeah. salesmen let themselves in. C three PO is the door to door salesman of the Star Wars universe because he's annoying as fuck and won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you know Luke turns up there's a fight there's quite an iconic lightsaber fight it is like we say it is way more flashy than the uh, old yep. one Han gets frozen in carbonite yeah don't forget that for reasons of banter well well it, it, so I mean you you probably noticed Tom the reason he was frozen in carbonite was to leave Han's future in doubt because Harrison Ford at the time really wasn't yeah. sure whether he wanted to do the third film. So uh, and then the movie released them... and Fox said, yeah. how much do you want? And he just went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what though, it's kind of weird, like, just to go on a bit of a tangent. So the first three Star Wars films were initially produced by Fox because Lucasfilm didn't exist. Yeah. And then... They they became property of Lucasfilm, and Disney 
got hold of the Star Wars films by acquiring Lucasfilm. Yep. Yet, nearly, or less than a decade later, they also acquired the movie division of Fox. (laughs) Yep. So they'd have had it either way. Yep. (laughs) It's just kind of one of those things that's like, huh, now that I think about it, it's a bit fucking weird. Disney have bought every production house, basically, that was involved with Star Wars. Yeah. Because Disney don't have don't know what to do with all their fucking money. So they just buy shit. Yeah, exactly. But, Much like uh, Microsoft, except Microsoft then... Oh, never mind, that's a different... That's different. <laughs> <laughs> we might do that in a rambling on, maybe. Uh, if that ever gets produced again, who knows. I'm trying to find the fucking time to do things like it. Yeah. Ooh. Pardon me. A lot more involved than this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, this one's just turn up, drink, chat. Fuck off. Well, I'll sit around for an hour afterwards talking random shit. Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about Pathfinder after this. Oh, I'm, yeah. I made a character, but I'm not sure if I've done it right, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Iconic lightsaber fight. And then we get the most misquoted line in all of Star Wars. So. Say it with me now, kids. The real quote is. No. I am your father. Not Luke, (laughs) I am your father. father. He never fucking says Luke. Piss off. Yeah, no. And then Luke falls down a big shaft, conveniently gets sucked into a side port. After losing his... After losing his hand, yeah. He had his hand chopped off. Um, Runs in the family. Yeah. It was a a nice nod. But it sort of explains the scene in the third movie where you see a damaged Darth Vader with a cybernetic hand. Well, no, not in the third yeah. movie, in the sixth movie, but in the third movie in yeah. terms of release order. Yeah, 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 because that's what stops him going crazy. Because he's already crazy angry. Like, yeah. We'll get to it, but he, he, he knocks off his hand and then he's like, oh, fuck, I have a cybernetic it's, hand and you have a cybernetic hand. We're the same hand. person. We're the same thing. Oh, God. Oh, no. But, yeah. And he gets rescued by the Millennium Falcon. And then we get a shot that's very confusing. Well, well, we, he gets rescued after he reaches out through the force. Oh, to, to Leia. To Leia. Because by this point, do they know? No. Or do they not No, they know? don't no, know they until, don't know like, yet. the last 20 minutes of, the, of episode well, 6. Well, Luke knows, right? Luke uh, knows Luke... at this point, but Leia doesn't no, know that Luke... Luke knows. Does Luke know? Because he reaches out to Leia specifically, doesn't he? Yeah, I think I think he suspects that Leia might be a little bit force sensitive. But I don't think he explicitly knows yet. I think that's revealed in the. Th- I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, we get the most confusing scene where Luke's on a medical frigate receiving a new hand, and then they look out the window and they can see the entire galaxy. It's like, bruh, how far in the space outside the galaxy is this ship parked? Especially given that canonically, outside the galaxy is somewhere. Star Wars ships can't go really. But that's yeah. canonized later, so. But yeah, and then you know, end credits. Have you found it? Have you figured it out? Uh, didn't know about the familial relationship until Return of the Jedi. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. 
Problem is, all three, all three of these films just merge into one for me. All three of these films have been so heavily fucking retconned and changed, and over edited, the years. and it, like it all merged hard into to know one. What, as to, like, what is, is canon which. at the moment and what is yeah. not canon? And then you know the third film starts, opening crawl, whatever. Who gives a shit? I can't read. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sand planet. R2-D2, who I've not mentioned this entire podcast, <laughs> and the tall golden bellend are walking towards a big house on a sand planet. It's Tatooine. Just, just as a heads up. It's the only sand planet we've been introduced to at this point in the series. Jakku comes yeah. along in episode 7, but that's just B-Tech Tatooine. So who gives a shit? Uh, yeah, we will cover that How uh, in the... St- sequel trilogy video uh, podcast how episode 7 is episode 4 with a new number on it and a gender swapped <laughs> Luke yep and a British Luke as well British. but yeah so you know they're on Tatooine and then the droids uh, go in we see a Bomar monk in the background which is like a whole weird rabbit hole the thing about Star Wars is that one spider in, with a brain in a jar has like a f- Colossal Wikipedia entry. Yeah. And that's from like a <laughs> one second background throwaway thing. Yep. In the sixth film. Yep. In what was growing into a nine film main series. It's all kind of like a nine fuck? film anthology. Yeah, a nine a nine a nine film tri- trilogy squared. The Trilogy Squared, an anthology. Yeah. That Trilogy Squared sounds more fun. Trilogy Trilogy. A trilogy of trilogies. <laughs> Bro, I heard you like trilogies, so I made a trilogy of your trilogy. <laughs> Someone as bad as Hitchhiker's Guide with the five books in the trilogy. <laughs> Douglas Adams. The, the best writer around. Rest in peace. But uh, Yeah, so they go in... And who's there but the giant slug himself, Jabba the Hutt. Oh, mighty Jabba, we're here to negotiate for the release of Han Solo. Uh, as a gift of goodwill, have these two used robots. Because, <laughs> you know, that'll convince him. Um, yeah. Then we find out that robots can feel pain. Which yep. is, uh, we see a gonk droid being tortured by having hot irons pressed on his feet. Which they've programmed existential crises into these robots. <laughs> Star Wars Robotics is on an entirely different level. I mean, to be fair, robotics wasn't really a thing back at the time of this no. version of Star Wars. Honda hadn't begun the Osimo project yet, so it's weird though because if you think like the the Honda robot project, which started in the nineties, was the robotics project for years, and then Boston Dynamics came out of nowhere at the start of the twenty tens and was like, "Bruh, we built a dog." We built a dog, yo, <laughs> and that became the big thing. But yeah, so like robots get tortured, and then then a bounty hunter brings in Chewbacca. As like, uh, yo, what's the bounty on this carpet? <laughs> and then. Uh, what happens from there? And the bounty hunter that brings Chewbacca in, though, ends up being... Uh, threatens to blow everyone up in an act of... Yep. Terrorism. Um, 
and then it turns out to be Leia. She releases Han, and then Jabba wakes up because it turns out he was just having a power nap instead of sleeping, or something, or he was meditating. Whatever the fuck slugs do, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. <laughs> uh, what happens there? Uh, oh, and then like Han gets put in prison, and then and then with the slave Leia carpet. costume. Then Leia wears next to nothing, but she is wearing a bra in this scene. She so is that does refute. So, <laughs> so that does refute George Lucas's own claim. <laughs> you know, she's wearing a bra because she has to for the age rating of the film. And that's the only reason that she's wearing one. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if that film was an eighteen, you're damn right she wasn't wearing yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely would not be on there. But no, no, it would be M-rated in America, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, true. Because it's an American market film. Or it just wouldn't have been shown at all. Or over here in Europe, it would probably be a, a 15 or a 12. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's only been a titty of a Let's five. be honest, though. Europe is so less Puritan about that shit. Yeah. It's you want like, some titties? Here, they have some titties. <laughs> it's like everywhere on... Everywhere in the Western... In the Western... In the Western sphere, really. Western world. Of, of, like, America and Canada and then Europe. Yeah. Europe's always been way more positive about things like public breastfeeding because, oh, who gives a fuck? You know? America's like, a woman showing skin the outside of her bedroom. This doesn't happen. Oh, smite ye heathen. And meanwhile, over here, it's like, Germany's famous for its fucking nude beaches. <laughs> you have that in America, you will probably get shot. I mean, it's getting worse over here because American puritanical beliefs are, beliefs are spilling over into Europe because some f dumbass gave those fuckers internet. But the Bible says that you go. Mine says fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, Leia's wearing next to nothing. Um, and then Luke comes in. Uh, he force chokes someone, which is uh, very much kinky. not poggers. <laughs> yeah, kinky, not poggers. Same thing. Um... Yeah, true, actually. Now I think about it, he literally does use a dark side power yeah. in the first, like, ten minutes. Mind you, he's one of... Like, it, he's one of two Jedi, or three Jedi that we've met in the original trilogy. Yes. He's the only one that wears black robes. Yeah. And then when you extrapolate that out to the series as a whole, he's still the only one yeah. that wore black robes. Except for okay. Anakin. Except for Anakin, yeah. Who wore, like, leather. But he always had more, like, dark side tendencies in the Force use anyway. Yes, yeah. Because he's a kinky little bitch. So, um, but yeah, then he gets dropped into a pit with a, with a Rancor, which is a big goblin dinosaur thing. It's literally like if a if a goblin and a T Rex fucked, that would be the product. Like it's got it's got like yeah. a sort of like goblin slash bat esque face, but then it's sort of got like T Rex. It's got longer arms than a T Rex, but other than that, it's basically a dinosaur. And Luke kills it and has the saddest scene in any Star Wars film of the Rancor's keeper crying. Oh yeah, that hits. That's just like, bruh, you've just killed his pet. That would be like if someone came in right now and stabbed my dog. I'd stab them. So the fact that he didn't go in and like beat the shit out of Luke for killing his, his pet is, is good restraint on this bloke's part. I mean, also, 
I, I, I doubt I doubt he would have killed Luke or even got a punch in. <laughs> well, yeah, really. But you know, he's more devastated about his loss yeah. than than enraged by it, so you know, that's pretty good. Rip Rancor. Rip Rancor. It's okay because there's another one oh, coming up. If we talk about the Book of Boba Fett, which I think we oh, are. Oh, yeah, that is in the list. To be fair, I've so... already forgotten what happened in Boba Fett, so I'm relying on you. Oh, <laughs> boy, because I've forgotten a lot of it, too, because it Good. was kind of a filler season. Didn't really have it much was in it. It was kind of nothing. Okay. And then it was um, The Mandalorian season two and a half. <laughs> yeah, basically. But, yep, yeah, so then, then we go out onto uh, Jabba's yacht, which is not oh, a yacht, yeah. really. Yeah, and then we see Luke's new lightsaber. But it gets fired out of R2-D2. They're about to chuck a bunch of people into a, a giant sand squid hole. Yep. Uh, Leia chokes Jabba out. He he's into it until he realises that she's gone too far and he's dead. <laughs> Leia uses uh, the light side method of choking. Doesn't use the force, yep. just uses chains. Just uses chains. <laughs> Jabba forgot the safe word and therefore died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and then... Boba Fett, who realistically and canonically should have been able to take Luke down. In this, he's a badass scene. fucking bounty hunter, and all like, all that he, happens he, is he gets like, yeeted into a hole. He, he should have been able to take down Luke because Luke was not a fully trained Jedi even at this point. Yeah, and although, and I'm pretty sure Boba Fett has hunted down Jedi, like. Sort of during the Order sixty six, well, a little after because he was still a kid at yeah. this point. But, but like in the years after when they were still hunting down Jedi, he was still hunting them. Yeah, he was contracted so, to do that. So like, I, I I do question how he got fucked over because a blind Han Solo just went whoops. <laughs> Literally, it's it's like it's kind of bad writing, really. I mean, it's, it's a kill of convenience because they don't want it, to keep the a, character going. It, it's another, uh, it's another plot armor situation with. Oh, well, I got a minute. Technically, he's more trained than Luke, but oh, Han yeah. Solo's blinder. Whoopsie. Whoops, he's gone into the pit, into the Sarlacc pit, a different type of pit than a Rancor pit. It's um, because okay, he doesn't die somehow yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, by a miracle. Um, yeah. Then they blow up Jabba's barge, and then they fuck off. And then I can't remember what happens after that. They Nothing important, really. meet the testicle emperor himself, effectively. Oh, hang on, no, there's the jungle planet. Uh, moon, well, yeah, yeah. Moon of Endor. I was just thinking, uh, there's nothing that happens in between that and that, is there? They just sort of go Not straight really. from desert to jungle planet. Yeah. Well, moon, isn't it? It's well, jungle like moon, an yeah. actual moon, yeah. It's the moon, forest moon of Endor. Yeah, and then they 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 meet the little. Uh, they meet the teddy bears. They meet the teddy bears. They meet Warwick Davis. Uh, yeah, um, some stuff happens. C three PO becomes a god. The teddy I, bears I love... start the C three PO jihad. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love how Warwick Davis as a kid was an Ewok, and then. As he's gotten older, has continued starring in Star Wars films. Yeah, it's great. I just think that is wonderful. Like as a kid, he played an Ewok, and as he's grown up, and for for context, Warwick Davis is someone with dwarfism. He's, so yeah, he's he never a got much legend, taller. He? Yeah, he is. 
but he never got much taller than what he was in in the, in, in the uh, sick film where he was an Ewok as a child. So he has played like lots of different characters in the Star Wars universe who are shorter. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's wonderful. I love that he loves oh, Star he's a, Wars he's a big in that Star way. Wars fan, right? Yeah. But then, like, that's one of the things I will say they got better. Well, they they got they did well in Star Wars Episode Seven, was they had a bunch of roles by a bunch of people who really wanted to be in Star Wars. Yes, like Simon Pegg plays the the big dickhead bloke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. like Daniel Craig is just a stormtrooper. You don't even yeah. see his face, but he got to be in one of the films he, that he wanted to he, be in he, when he got into acting. Yeah, he 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 was the one of the mind. Uh, what more Trick, mind tricks? Stormtroopers, yeah. yeah. But that's all he did. He was just a cameo. <laughs> like you look through the list of who appeared yeah. in episode seven, and it's just so many cameos. What's kind yeah. of nuts is like Simon Pegg wasn't in any Star Wars project until then, despite the fact that he actually co-wrote like I'm one sure of the fuck off Siri. <sighs> he co-wrote one of the Star Trek movies that came oh, out yeah. as part of the trilogy post two thousand nine in the Kelvin timeline. Yeah. You know, like big sci-fi nerds in the industry, and they're getting to star in it. Like that wasn't a thing. Like not even in the sequel trilogy, the prequel trilogy, even. No, there wasn't like a huge number of cameos at all. No, if any. Own, well, in fact, the only like main role was the fact that they bought Ian McDermott back to play Palpatine as yeah. a younger person. Even because in film six, which we're getting to now, yeah, we're, we're in, in now. Ian McDermott is the first time the Emperor is played in a humanoid form, well, human form in person. So in episode five, he appears briefly as just a hologram head with a different voice. He doesn't have that sort of air, eh, the Emperor. Eh. Um, and wasn't it like a producer's wife? With like a thing on, and they just got like a guy to I say a few know. lines, and that was the emperor. And then in episode six, they actually got Ian McDermott to play him. And then when they went back to episodes one, two, and three to make them in late nineties into early two thousands, Ian McDermott came back to play Palpatine, which yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. So Warwick Davis was in Star Wars Rebels as a voice for six episodes. Yeah. Yep. He was in episode eight. Wasn't Warwick Davis in episodes one, two, and three, or one of them anyway? Uh, not that far down his IMDb page yet. I'll have a look in a sec. He was in Rogue One. Yep. He was in uh, The Force Awakens. Yep. He was in. He was in Doctor Who. Yep. But that's no surprise. He's a British actor. Every British actor has been in Doctor Who at some point. Yep. It's like a legal requirement. He was in the the movies written by the Turf. Sorry, Harry Potter, that's what it's called. Um, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so he was in The Phantom Menace. He was uh, like a character called Wald, a character called Weasel. He was also Yoda for the walking shots in The Phantom Menace. <laughs> How? I, I did not he know a, that. He was a pod racer, spectator. I, uh, most of those roles would have been costumes, so... Yeah, the fact that he's in so many kind of makes sense because you know. Oh, that's right. They, they've given the name to. They gave a name to the Ewok he played. It's called Wicket. Yes, Wicket. Yeah, Wicket. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, he comes back as Wicket in uh, episode nine. Oh, he was in one episode of MI High, which was a yeah, fucking yeah. banging yeah, was, TV yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Is that on? Hold on. Sorry. Tangent time. Is MI High on iPlayer? Why is my phone ringing? Fuck off. I'm live. Piss off. Oh. <laughs> um... To Davis, who was a fan of the Star Wars films, it was a dream come true when he got into Return of the Jedi. During the filming of Return of the Jedi, Mark Hamill himself bought Davis every Star Wars action oh, figure that he did not already God. own. <laughs> How? Oh, that is just... That's so cool. That is so wonderful. So Warwick Davis is 52 currently. Oh, okay. So Mark Hamill was only nine. <gasps> no, sorry, not 19 at the time. He would have been a bit older, but... Am I high on iPlayer? <laughs> I'm gonna relive my fucking high? childhood. Childhood, oh. holy shit! I remember playing the game on the BBC but, uh, website. Yeah, oh my god, the MI High game! <laughs> yeah, that was so good. I need to. Fu oh god. Oh mate. The thing is, it came around the time of when like Alex Ryder novels and stuff like that were big, so it hit like at exactly the right time. From like, you know, schools are encouraging kids to read. Kids are reading Alex Ryder, child spy shit. MI High, yeah. fucking genius. Oh, <laughs> MI High was amazing. Yeah, all 85 episodes are on there. I tell you what, iPlayer's got really fucking good recently. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Star Wars. Do I pay my TV license? <laughs> um. <laughs> That's why you just t tick yes on the box when it asks. Yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, so they, 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 they have like a moon battle uh, where they trick the em uh, Empire. Yeah. Turns out the emperor already knew what was going to happen because he's. Well, he, he knew he knew they were going to sabotage the thing. He did not expect the bears on the planet to start a holy war. No, because their golden <laughs> god ordered them to. Yes, but then again, I don't think even that mattered to him. Consequently, no. because he was like, "Ah, I'm just going to turn the son of my current apprentice into my apprentice, and he'll be a million times more powerful." And he's not inhibited he by been. all this cybernetic stuff I install yeah. on my apprentice. So yeah, look, um, there's a big fight between Vader and Luke. Quite an epic yeah. fight, really. And then Luke uh, refuses Luke, to Luke, fight. Luke refuses to fight, and then Vader draws him out by basically being like, "Yeah, well, if you won't turn, I'll turn your sister." Wait, you have a sister? Oh my god! Prank, uh, pranked. Um, and then Luke comes out like, Aah! and they like, oh, we see a yeah. saber throw. We see Vader use the saber throw force power. Mm. One of the few times we Luke. see that, really. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the Clone Wars series again. Yeah, yeah. They the used games. so much of that stuff in there. Like the Star yeah. Wars games as well. Um, then, you know, um, well, what happens then? Uh, yeah, sort of like, well, that happens. Um, Lando's piloting the Millennium Falcon through the unfinished bit of the ship after they've managed to destroy the shield generator that's on the planet of Endor. Yep. Um, blows the place up, and as it's being blown up, um, Darth Vader changes alignment, yeets yep. the Emperor down a, the massive reactor shaft that's in his office. Can I just say, his office must be bathed in radiation. Yeah. <laughs> that place must look like the fucking glowing sea after a week. Well, that's okay, because, yeah, dark side. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's using but the power okay of the force. Because Palpatine 
he re somehow returned. Uh, yeah, because his message was in Fortnite. That yeah, again, we're gonna need like four hours to rage about the we're sequels. Four hours to that's, rage about the sequels. It's that's gonna, gonna be, be a, a long session. I will say, I will say, there will be one or two points where we concede that actually it was kind of okay in like specific like yeah, like mostly like cinema Star Wars fans being there. Yes, and you know J.J. Abrams is a good director of sci-fi nonsense. It, it, it's just a shame that they didn't just have him do all three. Yeah, literally. No, Rian Johnson is a good director. Star Wars is not the right thing for him, though. No. The Knives Out films, yeah, great. It's sort of like M. Night Shyamalan plot twisty shit, anyway. So. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Also, no. Having him direct, having a director change for the middle film. Yeah. I, I did see a tweet from M. Night Shyamalan. They were playing Cards Against Humanity at Christmas and his family did not choose him to win the M in the M. Night Shyamalan's oh, latest no. movie thing. Oh, no! <laughs> so, it's, it's like, Rot. it's literally his card and his family chose his brother-in-law's card over his. <laughs> I would have been so like, salty. I, yeah, me. I would have been as well. Uh, like, but yeah, so don't worry, we'll get to the sequels. <laughs> Do not inhale although, spe although speaking, no, that's bad for you. Like yeah. the sequels. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, spe speaking <laughs> of sequels, though, let's talk about some sequels that. Oh, wait, hold on. No, first, I just need to note oh. one thing. So at yeah. the after party, after everything's like <clears throat> all done, or like just before that, um, mm -hmm. Harton says to Leia, "You love him, don't you?" In reference to Luke, and and she says, she says, uh, she says, "He's my brother." And Han has that look of thinking. Bro, I remember that shit from the last film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but she doesn't just say, yeah, he's my brother. She goes, of course I do. Indeed. And he's like, oh, okay. Hey. And she's like, no, silly. Hey. He's my brother. Yeah. And it's like, you could have opened with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think like it's it's best put in the Killian's video of the of the summarizing the stars. It's yeah. like hey, <laughs> I don't. Of course, I love him. He's my. I don't love him. He's my brother. I'm sexually attracted to. Him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like um, when Luke tells Leia. It's like, you know, I'd love to see you stuck in a washing machine or something like that. <laughs> it's almost just a reference to the trends at the moment on fucking certain internet sites. Oh. But it's it's like it's it's a good laugh. Uh, but yeah, so like, watch Killian videos, people. Yeah, watch, they are watch so good. Killian experience. Fucking, so he needs good. to upload another video though, lazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think we can merge Boba Fett and Mandalorian into one yeah, thing so. because I cannot remember most of Boba Fett. Mm, I can't remember, remember Mandalorian. Mandalorian. We can summarize it. So a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there was this race of people who wear helmets called the Mandalorians. <laughs> That's their they defining trait. They had a lot of different clans. They, they had helmets. a lot of different clans. Yeah. And some clans weren't as heavy on the whole you have to wear a helmet thing <clears> as <throat> the particular clan that our main character here is. Yeah. They have like a bunch of different societal rules for each clan. But basically, yeah. they've been kicked out of Mandalore for reasons. Empire. Yeah. <clears throat> um... Uh, and the Mandalorian, our main guy, the, the Jin, Din Djarin, or Din Djarin. Basically, Djarin. that guy, Pedro Pascal. Who Pascal. hasn't starred in anything that's gone below 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's because I'd rate him 89% out of humans. Yeah. 
Damn, Pedro Pascal, he's got daddy vibes. <laughs> he's been in he's been in have you seen his adverts for wine? He's like no, the official spokesperson for Castelro Cast, Diablo. The castle of the devil, basically, in Spanish. It's a wine company. <clears throat> but it's like, damn, that makes me want to drink wine, the fact that he drinks it. Pascal is punk on Instagram. Go give him a follow. We, we, we respect Pedro. <laughs> yeah, he, he is wholesome. Ninth, he's like the Keanu Reeves of the Star Wars world. Um, <clears throat> but yeah... Um, stuff happens. He finds an egg. It's got a tiny green thing in it that looks kind of like um, fr the Frank Oz puppet. Let me see the baby. A baby Yardle. Our boy Yardle, the real Yoda species. <laughs> Yaddle. Oh, yeah, it's got a baby Yaddle. Uh, yep, we see baby Yoda, who we don't have a name for yet, so everyone just calls it baby Yoda. Everyone still calls it baby Yoda, despite the fact we have a fucking name for it now. Yeah, true. It's that tiny little green rat. Good old Grogu. <clears throat> Grongo! Wait, no, Grogu. Um, yeah, so... Season 1, like, we follow around. Uh, Richard Iwadi's in Season 1. Yes, he is. You're he's, he's the bounty droid. Yeah. Yes, he is! I fucking yeah. love Richard Iwadi. Oh, it's so good. Oh, have you seen the, the, the Pixar film, Soul? It's no, I don't Plus. think so, but I'm it, pretty sure I need to because it's like a D&D &D type film. Uh, no, it's not D&D. &D. It's like um, a guy dies like and he fights for reincarnation to get another chance because everything in his life was just finally going right. Oh, never mind. No, I'm thinking thing. of a different film. Well, uh, but like there's there's like seven deity kind of things that tell right. tell him like he's doing things wrong and needs to like pass on and fuck off to the next life or whatever. Uh, and one of those is voiced by Richard Iowardi. But I knew nothing about the film going in and just hearing his voice all oh. of a sudden as like a disembodied soul. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you walk in and you just hear Maurice Moss and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, you're thinking of Onward. Also, yeah. another side topic. D&D movie comes out end of the month, end of next yeah, month. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, no mid-March. To be fair, I'm not looking forward to that. Oh, shit, it's Friday. New Vox Machina. Oh, I've not watched any of it yet. Have I'm saving until... No, because... I, well, you want to binge it. Season one, of course. I'm just going to binge it when it all yeah, comes I've out. Yeah, I've like... binged, re-binged season one after watching the first three episodes of season two. Season one was so good. Yeah. Have you seen that they've had um, Mighty Nine greenlit as a second series and Thomas, a movie? Of course, of course I have. Of course, yeah. I was so happy when I saw that news. I'm like, just happy more yes. people getting into critical role and that sort of stuff. It's great. Yeah. It is not Thursday night, it's Friday night, but still, it's Thursday night. It's Friday night. It's Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so Mandalorian happens. Uh, Richard Alwadi's in it. Some stuff happens. There's the ship, the Razor Crest. It's kind of iconic. There's a Lego set of it. Can't remember much that happens in the first one. I know that a juggernaut's involved at some point. And the Darksaber. And the Darksaber, yes. Was that in second season or first season? Does he uh, get it at the end it, of the first season? It, it, end of the first season, and then second season he gets it, and then, yeah. He has to remove his helmet at some point during the first thing, which is like a, a big thing. Uh, but then you see Pedro Pascal's face and all is forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Basically. it was during uh, a scene when they were in the... 
they had to dress up uh, yeah, as, as Empire people. Imperials. Yeah, Just, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he took his helmet off for that. So then in the second season, when like the matriarch, the, the, the smith, whatever she's called. The bitch. It's like, have, have you removed your helmet? He was like, yeah. And she's like, get the she fuck like, out. Get the fuck out then. Get out of my house, you rat. And he was just like, okay. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like seeing his, um, seeing him take his helmet off and then you see his face, it's like, ha. Ah, I melted yeah. a little. Fucking Pedro yeah. Pascal. Oh, Jesus Christ. But it's, it's like the thing is, it's like if, if his hair should be longer than that if he can't take his helmet off most of the time. <laughs> oh, there, there was something about like a frog woman and the, the little green guy was eating the eggs because, you know, he's a genocidal maniac or whatever. Well, he, he also just ate the frogs. <laughs> Lola's very unhappy about something. Lola! No! Go see what it is then. Go. She shut up now. <laughs> um, nope, she's not. But yeah, um, bunch of stuff happens. Uh, and yeah, that's basically season <laughs> season so, one. Uh, uh, and then Ahsoka Tano appears in season two. We have like a lightsaber oh, yeah. duel in season. Well, not a lightsaber duel. She uses her lightsaber while the person uses a stick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was uh, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I genu genuinely don't remember much, apart from the fact. Or is that Book of Boba Fett? Where Book of Boba Fett, he gets the new ship. Yes. But end of Mandalorian season two, it, the Razor Crest gets blown up. Yep. Yeah. Um, Book of Boba Fett, he gets his new ship because the second half of the Book of Boba Fett is just Mandalorian season two and a half. Yeah, it really is. Um, but like the thing is, like we don't really remember much of it now. But the moment we sit down to watch like season three, and they do like the the this is what happened before, we'll remember all of it. We'll yeah. immediately just be like, oh yeah, all of that happened, and like it'll just kick in. So <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then like Book of Boba Fett, he crawls out of a sarlacc. Some stuff happens. Um... He looks like a even more wasted away Palpatine sack of bollocks. Yeah. Ming-Na Wen's in it. Yes. Looking yep. fantastic as ever. Yeah. Despite the fact that she's actually 59 years old. Right? It's like, nuts. It's, it's crazy. Like, well, good on her. Yeah, like, like genuinely. I, I thought she looked good as, like, Agent May in, in the early 2010s in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And now she's like, Oh, wow, yeah. Bruh. Yeah. She still looks just as good. I, I could only hope... I mean, I'm nearly 30 and I'm already looking like I need yeah. to be put down for old age. That's why I started so. dyeing my hair because I started to get grey hairs in my early 20s. Oh, mate, don't. Like, ugh, my beard's full of them at this point. I don't care. All of this along here is grey hair. If you could grow it. Uh, yeah, that's the problem with growing it. It is grey hair. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it like this so then I don't have to see my baby chin. Oh, my it's my okay. double chins, it hides it. It's fine. It's okay, though. <clears throat> my, my, my hair's receding. I'm getting old now. It hides okay. the seven deadly chins. Yes. Um, yeah, man, like, there's a scene in the Book of Boba Fett where there's a bunch of kids riding around on space vespers. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, because they just turn them into, like, their own personal gang, don't they? Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, a representation of mod culture in the 1950s in Britain. Yeah. But yeah. it just looks shit. Yeah. And then, then the Mandalorian turns up, and we genuinely don't see Boba Fett for, like, an episode and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Like, literally. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets a, then the Mandalorian gets a nice shiny chrome uh, N1 starfighter from the boo, which actually yep. looks fucking sick. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. Yes, yep. and it was a bit of a throwback. Yeah, it was. It's supposed to be like a nod back to episode yeah. one because yeah. episodes one and one and for like a tiny bit of episode two are the only times you see an N1 starfighter ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it is cool to have one. I like I yeah. like the fact that he has one. And then yeah, that's that's about it. Oh, Cad Bane shows up at some point, but that's not really Gets important. murdered brutally. He's a bit of a twat, so he fucking cares. It was cool to see him in live action though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there was Inquisitors as well at some point? Uh that was oh. Obi Wan. Oh that was Obi Wan, which we kinda skipped over. Of. Oh yeah, there was Obi Wan. Wouldn't that that would still be within this Oh no, Obi Wan was prequel because yeah. Obi Wan is set before episode four. Yeah, we kind of skipped over everyone. We'll, we'll come, we'll loop back around to that at some point. To be fair, I don't think it was sort of out properly at the time that I was planning this, so... No. No. You know, I've sort of thrown this together now, but yeah. Anyways, it's okay. So... Maybe we'll, we'll do a further one where we can just talk about Because if there's a second season, then we could just do one on Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, shall we, shall, we do a t shall we add to the tier list? Yes. Oh, yes, because we've got the Star Wars tier list. Oh, so it's... Yeah. Oh! Okay, yeah, we're working again. I just scared the crap out of myself. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, oh no, oh, I think... Oh, if I just oh no, I'm, I'm there. Fine. I'll just... I'll fix it later. I need to reinstall OBS anyway because it's being a bitch. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, so... Uh, right, should we start with... Let's start with episode four. Where do we think it should go? Oh, oh. Uh, Given it's the film that gave us Star Wars. It's, it's the, the film, film that, that gave, gave us Star Wars, Wars but... Uh, it's... Yeah, I don't think it's S tier. I don't think it's S tier. A tier, or... I'd say Empire is the best of the three. I, I, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. Low, low A. Yeah. Stop trying to stick to Rebels, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 5 can just go, like... Uh, B, I think. It's what, not like... like... Five. Oh, oh, sorry, Empire. 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 Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely, definitely, like... 
Yeah. Just a, just a, just a smidge. I, I would say, like, cinematically, it's not as good as Rogue One. Rogue One... I, I, the, I, the problem is that the older ones can't take advantage of modern film technique. I, I, I think, to be fair... Oh, I see. Oh, 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 dear. There we go. Barrage oh, might be echo. Echo, 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 echo. Okay, so for some reason my fucking mic thing just decided to change from just my audio to everyone's <laughs> audio. Um, I, I think so put stupid. it next to Rogue One, to be fair to it. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a fair... It gave yeah, us the at which is iconic. Yeah. And Lando Calrissian, which is iconic. And, and, it, and it's a, just a solid film. Yeah. Like, if that was on its own as a film, it would still be pretty solid, I would say. Yeah. Um, episode six. Six. Yeah. Alongside episode four. Yeah, I think alongside the, the whole four. original trilogy is solid. Oh yeah, yeah. But like the middle one was the best one. Yeah. Mando is probably a <sighs> tier as well. Mando is solid A, easy. Uh, Book of Boba Fett, however. Hmm. I'd I'd put it about there. Yeah, Between yeah, I, could, I agree. Yeah, like it was a good it was middle good, ground, but but it wasn't good at the same time. Whereas Mandalorian was proper good. Yeah, I uh, I'd almost hover Mandalorian up into, but not quite esty. Just just peeking its personally, head up to see like what's just in there. peeking its head up because in terms of Star Wars TV shows at the moment, Mandalorian is the most solid one. I've not watched Andor, but I've heard very good things. I've not watched Andor either, actually. So maybe we maybe we need to watch Andor and then come back to this. Mm. And because to be fair, we need to come back to this and add Obi Wan because Obi Wan's yeah. not on here either. So well, to be fair, uh, depending on how many more they because they're releasing Ahsoka soon as well, aren't they? So and we there's Ahsoka, like, so we might have to do a a TV like one. A we'll TV, talk about Disney Mando TV and Boba one. properly. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, a, yeah, yeah. We'll have a recap. And to um, be fair, that might move Mando, depending how season three is as well. Yeah. So Mando might enter the S tier, depending Boba on... Boba Fett can I stay think... where it is, though, because there's only one Boba Fett can stay where it is, but I'm pretty sure Mandalorian, depending how season three goes, could be moved to sit next to Empire. Yeah. In my opinion. Depending how good it is. Depending how good it is, because the first two seasons have been solid. I mean, the fact that it's got Pedro Pascal in it means it still has to go somewhere up here. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'll I mean, yeah, I think the only reason I'm not putting it straight into S tier is because it had it's too not much finished yet. Boba Fett. Well, no. <laughs> that tarnished it. Like, 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 it's not finished yet. Yeah. So, until we get the complete story, how was it as a whole? As it is currently, it's definitely heading into S tier for me. But until we've had all of it, season three could be an absolute walk in the park and it just like blows my mind and it's like yeah it's s tier yeah but then it could have a season four and it ruins everything so who knows who knows um but yeah no mandalorian i think could go solid s tier yeah maybe we need kieran here for that and maybe we'll change yeah. things depending well, on how kieran feels see if well. his pc's still fucking working or not <laughs> yeah yeah um but, but yeah we'll yeah. have to we'll have to do one for the TV, Disney TV shows. Oh, but yeah. All righty. We did it. We did it. Well, hey, we've done another episode of Tom's Tavern. Fan fucking tastic. Woo!
I need to go see what my dog was barking at. <laughs> <laughs> so you just find there. like you just you just find a robber dead okay. now. I got my knife. <laughs> yeah, this is like the world's <laughs> shortest knife. <laughs> okay, hold on. I've got a Nerf gun somewhere. Boys, <laughs> we're protected. <laughs> It's the, the tiniest thing. <laughs> tiny nerf gun and a tiny knife. Yeah, this is this is my armory. <laughs> I'll uh, the most dangerous man in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you compare like this. This is the only nerf gun I still have. I got rid of the rest of them. Oh, compare yeah. this to my airsoft pistol. <laughs> you know, but oh, yeah. Anyway. Well, that's it for Tom's Tavern this week. Thank you all so much for joining. Um, there's a podcast version on podcast things. Um, links actually in the chat right now. Links in the Thanks, chat. Thanks, Moobot. Thanks, Moobot. Links are available at bluetail.media forward slash tavern when I fix the page. <laughs> actually, I think you used to fix the page, didn't you? Uh, I kind of got terrible with, like, companies. Also, I don't think it's slash tavern anymore. It's, it's now... Forward slash projects, forward slash tavern. Okay, forward slash projects, Sadly. forward slash tavern. But because we uh, it, do, it does, yeah, we change software because it's a lot cheaper. Um, uh, but it does now have a link to the Twitch, to the Spotify, and to the YouTubes. Very... Along with a Tom's Tavern playthrough list for ACAS, which uh, is outdated to my looks at because only episode five it goes up to at the moment. So I think okay. you're missing a couple of episodes on ACAS. Now I've uploaded them. And oh, well, the, 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 the player is only showing up to five. I, so. I've, I've got the email every time they've gone live, so... Wait, hang on. Was Christmas Dinner the last one we did? No. Last one we did was Nintendo consoles, episode seven. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah, so that's not on there. Hmm, the I shall investigate. It should be on Acast, so I'll have a look. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to go see what my dog was doing. Thank you all so much for joining, and we'll see you maybe next week, maybe not. I'm not entirely sure on the current schedule for this, because... People you know. busy different days, and I mean, if I look at my rotor, I am on the early and can make it. Okay, so, nice. We might have to. Look so I am available. Week. But yes, anyway, thank you all so much for joining, and I will be back. We will be back probably next week then. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. This has been a Bluetail Media production. <laughs>